Welcome to the Life and Money Coach Podcast, show 28. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast, the place you come to get inspired to financial independence and to a life that you love. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I think is important for us to reflect on from time to time because we can get going in the grind of life and easily be distracted from those things that can create the change in our lives that we want to see. And so as I, as I spend time in my life interacting with uh, folks at work or folks in the community or folks in different spaces that I operate, I often find that we, we can often get stuck in a mindset that's very fixed and a heart attitude that's very fixed. And we don't realize that that's where we're stuck. And we can spend years that way if we don't pay attention to our mindset and our heart set. And so today I want to give you some traits of successful people. And these are not just traits that I find because I've read them in books. They're traits that I find because they're true in my own life and in the lives of other people that I, that I hang around with that are people who break free of where they used to be to get where they're going to be. These are people who are change agents in their own life. They're creating a, a reality that they want to see that's beautiful, that's really a life that they love. And that's what this whole show is about. And so traits of successful people. One of the aspects of successful people that I find to be very true is that we tend to lead from our heart. We have certain heart attitudes that set us up for success. We have certain attitudes such as gratitude. My heart is filled with so much gratitude every day. I'm so grateful, really, because if, if you've heard my story and you go listen to the podcast, you'll hear it. My story is marked with a lot of poverty and suffering and surviving and not fun stuff. And so now that I've got what I've got, I'm just so thankful. Like I'm really grateful to be where I'm at in life, to, to have a marriage of 20 years, to have the financial prosperity that, that we've grown over the years, to, to have three wonderful, beautiful children who are figuring out life. And I get to be a part of that journey to have a, the St. Pierre Alliance scholarship where we provide scholarships and performance coaches to students rising from adversity, kind of like I was that student that needed a hand up. And so my heart is filled with a lot of gratitude. And I think to be truly successful in life, it starts with the right heartbeat because guys, you, we can create money. It's We can figure out how to make money. We can become millionaires. That's not a hard thing to do. You just have to put in the right effort in the right direction and given a certain amount of time and you could be a millionaire, okay? But to be a millionaire miserable is, no, is not the way to go. We want financial independence and a life that we love. That's the key. There's a freedom when you don't have to worry about money. And when you don't have to worry about money and you're in a space that's meaningful and fulfilling and 
and full of love and joy and satisfaction. This, this is where we want to be, guys. This is where life is amazing and you can get there. You can do it. I, I get it. You're, you're, you're looking around and you're saying, I, I'm millionaire, that seems so far away. Jerry, why are you, why are you bringing even that up? I mean, I'm still trying to pay my bills. Right. I get it. We, we all start off, well, most of us start off in that way where, we look around and millionaires seem so far off and the life that you love seems so far off. But I'm telling you, with the right heart set, you, with the right heart set and mindset, you can create the change in your life to have financial independence, to actually wake up and enjoy the relationships around you, to not have that drama, to be at peace. It starts off with the heart attitude, the attitude of gratitude. It's a joyfulness. It's, it's not a toxic positivity. You know, oh, everything's great. Too blessed to be stressful. No, sometimes you can be stressed. Sometimes it's just not good. And you have to be honest about that. We have to be honest. Right now is not the ideal for me, but I'm not going to stay here. You see the difference? I can call a spade a spade all day long and say, but I'm trading in my spades for hearts. I'm trading my hearts for clubs. I'm going to trade in these number cards for, for face cards. One day, one day I'm going to be the ace. You see what I'm saying? So it's an attitude that's not fake. It's very authentic, but it's, it's an attitude that says, I'm going to create the life that I want. I'm thankful for where I am today, but I'm not going to stay here. There's more for me. And so we lead from the heart, these heart attitudes. Another aspect of those who are successful is we tend to be visionary. Our mindset is one that says, I'm always looking to make things better or to improve things, whether it's me, Jerry St. Pierre, whether it's my family dynamic, whether it's our financial dynamic, the work situation, uh, businesses or, or whatever it is that we want to put our hands to, our, our health. How can I make it better? And we're always looking to do like the self-improvement piece. And I think this is the key. This is the work. This is where, where it all happens. It's I'm able to look out and say, okay, in five years, I want to be here. In 10 years, I want to be here. And so we're next level thinkers long before we are next level operators. We think it, we see it, and then we do the work to become it. And so in this next level of operation and mindset, I think we, we start to, we have to deal with those who are not joining us there, the mediocre, mediocrity. And that tends to put pressure on us because if our circle is those who we are leaving behind, the unspoken thing is, Jerry, you've changed or you fit in and you don't fit in anymore. It's unspoken. And sometimes it'll come out and be spoken like, you changed. I don't like it or whatever it might be, but it's because you and I were on this journey and we're leaving people behind. And, and it's hard to say that because we love our friends. You know what I mean? I've had great friends in my life and I, I'm still friends with them, but in many ways I've left them behind and you will leave people behind on the way to greatness. It's just going to happen. And so we have to be okay with the pressure and the discomfort of saying, I'll love you. But my mindset and heart set and my quality of life is not going to stay here. I'm creating something different. And it may be that you inspire them to take the journey with you, or it may be that they say, you know what? I'm, I like where I'm at. And we, we respect that. But the visionary person is on a journey 
to a space and destination that others will likely not be going with you. You will begin to make new friends here. Those who are more aligned with your vision, those who are more aligned with what's in your heart, those who are more aligned with you as a person now because you changed. And so you, you, you find yourself in new circles of influence and new spaces of opportunity. And now you're beginning to see that vision become a reality. I think about in my own life, I had a meeting yesterday with, with a gentleman who's in the Alliance. He's going to be one of our uh, key speakers this year for our summit in June. And so J.R. Flatter, I was so humbled that here's a man who's the, was the CEO of Flatter Inc. He, uh, just does so much entrepreneurial work and employs people and creates coaches and does things for, you know, he contracts out with the government. I'm not sure how all of that works, but he does. He's definitely a man of great influence. Chair, he was a chairman, from what I understand, of the Chamber of Commerce and just, just a get after it guy. He says he wakes up at 3 a.m. and he works till whenever and it fills his cup the whole time. And I said, I, when I was done with that conversation yesterday, I went to uh, have dinner with my family and uh, I said, guys, come here. Let me tell you. I said, I'm so proud and so humbled that I get to have conversations with this gentleman who's 20 years my senior, who is a, a member of the Alliance, who's keynote speaker, who has all these different irons in the fire. He employs people. He creates opportunity. He's got an amazing family, just a great person. And here I am, 20 years or so younger. I don't know what the exact is, but I know it's more than 10. And he's going with me on this journey with the St. Pierre Alliance. I get to speak to his coaching cohorts and share with, with these aspiring coaches as he's training them in these, these classes that he does. He's ICF certified to teach, which is a significant certification in the coaching world across the world. And he has these, these folks that come in. I get to meet these folks. He lets me come in and speak to them for 10, 15 minutes and share what we're doing with the St. Pierre Alliance. I'm being invited into these spaces. And it's humbling to me. And, and I get excited and I go, wow, I'm a little intimidated. I, him? And then, and then I, I think about uh, Kevin Conley, certified financial planner. Just Google him. He, I know his bio. He's 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 retired. I'm sure several. Times. I know he retired twice already. And you know he was my financial planner, and he, he still I talk with him finances often. You know in life, he's going to be a keynote speaker at our summit this year to impart wisdom to those at the summit to to inspire them to financial independence into a life that they love. But these are people who are older than me. And I'm humbled that they join with me as like a peer almost. And I, sometimes I, I sit back and I go, I don't know what to do with that. You know, like, wow, really? But this is, this is what I'm telling you. The vision that I have, and we're going after it hard. It's a bigger than Jerry St. Pierre vision. So people who are bigger than Jerry St. Pierre, as I like to put, now they wouldn't say that, you know, in my mind, I look up to them, you know, and, but they're joining with me just a hundred percent. And I just go, wow. And so you begin to leave people behind is what I'm trying to say, because you're going to find yourself operating in a space where you have a new, I hate to say this, but level of operational people, not different value because everybody has value. 
But some people add more value to the space that they're in than others. I'm not talking about that intrinsic value, the way God made you. You are, you are worth so much. Your life is so beautiful, so beautifully crafted to be amazing. So that's not what I'm getting at. But what I'm getting at is sometimes we get to the place where that beauty begins to be expressed with excellence into the world around us. And other people see it and want to be a part of it. And so that's that visionary aspect. So another aspect of successful people is not only are we change agents and visionary and we have a certain hard attitude, you know, those spaces, but there's an internal focus also to successful people where I want to change myself. Like I call it our natural bent, kind of like the way God made you, like to who you, who you are to be. It's like, you know, we all have a thumbprint, right? Well, I think we all have a, a thumbprint on our soul or shape of our soul that's unique, that's designed by God to be like an amazing gift to the world. Okay. We all have this natural shape, this natural bent, but I think life sometimes gets us bent out of shape. And sometimes we need to get bent, unbent out of shape or bent back into the shape that we're supposed to have. And that's a personal growth journey. It's a spiritual journey. It's an emotional. Oh my God, is it an emotional journey? Who it, it is an emotional journey of dealing with pain in our life and tragic in our life and uh, tragedy in our life and different aspects of life because life's not fair. Life hurts. People hurt us. We we're not oh, we we're not immune from the journey of life, right? But as we get older and we more mature, and this is what I'm talking to my oldest son about, to all my kids. I say, guys, you got to get to the place where you do work on yourself. And I get it. My kids are teenagers right now, and. They're figuring out so much. And so I'm trying to be an encouragement to them, a lot of compassion. But we got to get to the place where we give compassion to ourselves and we go do work on ourselves. And I tell my kids, I said, look, around 28, 30, just sign up for counseling. Just show up. My daddy said I should, and it's time. And just be open to like whatever happens, happens. Because there's work to be done. We got to do the work here in our hearts. It's a spiritual journey. It's an emotional journey. And let me tell you, if you're turned off or scared of this, if you're turned off by this thought or you're scared of it, you're kind of throwing up a wall, that could be a good indicator that you've not done any of the work and you got a lot of work to do. I'm just saying as a chaplain and as a coach, as a person who works with people to unpack stuff and deal with it and find victory and freedom in their life, if, if you're throwing up the wall to that, that could be a good indicator that you've got a lot of work to do and you've not started. And you might want to find yourself a good counselor, a good coach, a good chaplain, clergyman, pastor, somebody to help you begin to open up what's there and get you to where you can actually be comfortable with yourself enough to go inward and do the work. You got to do the work. Okay. And, and what happens is we begin to change ourselves. I become more comfortable with who I am and how to deal with all the aspects of my life that's been hard on, on me. And I begin to show up differently. My work ethic begins to change. Here's a big one. You ready? My core beliefs about God, myself, and the world around me begins to change. 
If you've been in a fixed mindset with your views on God, the world around you, and yourself, and you're stuck there, that's not good. We should always be growing. And there's roadblocks getting in the way of you and you need to of your growth, and you need to identify those growth opportunities and how you're getting in the way of them and and begin to break free of that. And it's so important. So our core beliefs begin to change. Our work ethic begins to change. The people we hang around begins to change. Who we want to be begins to change. We begin to read books that speak to our heart and our mind. And we begin to implement different change factors in our life and different habits. We get the counseling signed up so we can deal with the trauma and drama in our life. We develop a deeper faith. So there's this aspect of defining our faith journey and how we interact with ourselves and the world around us. There's so much that comes into the personal growth aspect. And we have to hit the personal growth phase if we're going to change who we are on the inside to be healthier, to be more refined. And so this is what successful people do. That's why successful people read. I enjoy audiobooks a lot and good podcasts a lot. I, I love to just surround my mind and heart around people who are doing great things and who are changing the world and who have, they have a mindset and a heart set that I can embrace. And so there's this personal growth focus to successful people. And what happens with these things as we, we move forward, the, the next one is, we become very driven to work. We're not lazy. I heard this quote the other day. I'm going to read it to you. Laziness is nothing more than the habit of resting before you get tired. That's good. I appreciated that one. I really appreciated that because what I find is a lot of times we get to uh, find ourselves being lazy and then we just go to bed. Lazy as in watching Netflix or movies or stuck on social media reels, doing nothing productive in our life, just consuming entertainment, consuming all, all kinds of uh, marketing material that's influencing us, but we never really do anything productive. And then we just si sign in for the night, go to sleep, we get up, we go to work, we go work on somebody else's agenda, come home, do our social media influencing uh, being influenced by social media and then back to sleep we go. And that's how we, we live our lives. Maybe we get stuck in the grind of once you got kids and they want to do soccer and baseball and drama and uh, different things at school and different things in the community, their music classes after school. And, and we get going in the, the rigmarole of life, but we never stop to intentionally do anything to create success in our life. We're spinning our wheels, but never getting anything done. So there's an aspect of we become very driven to work. All of the, the vision work that we do, the hard attitudes that we do, the growth mindset that we do, uh, all these different aspects show up in how we, we work every day. We're not lazy. I heard this quote the other day, laziness is nothing more than the habit of resting before you get tired. So for me, I, 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 I am not a lazy person. I hate being lazy. Now I rest. But I rest because I have to and not because I've not done anything all day all day, and I have nothing else to do but go to sleep now. You see what I'm saying? And so what I find is a lot of times folks, they produce mediocrity in their life because they're not willing to put in the work to create something better. That's lazy to me. We, we have the opportunity to create something better, but we just don't want to put in the effort. So, you know, I often define work as work is force or effort times distance 
which is the amount of change we create in our life times passion. So if you look up the definition of work, it's work is equal to force times distance, right? In physics. Well, there's work that we do in life. And the way I see it is work is the amount of effort or force energy that I'm pouring into something times distance, the delta, the change that I've created in my life, whether it be financially or my physical health or how I'm doing at the gym and changing the way I fit in my clothes and how I feel every day, you know, those deltas that change times P. I had the P in there because we're talking about people now. This is passion. The amount of uh, desire that I have, this internal drive to put in the effort to create the delta. So in life, it's work is force times distance times passion in the sense in which I use it. And so I'm driven to put in the work. My passion is there to, to put in the devotion, to put in the effort, to put in that work to create a new change in my life. And it drives me and it fills my cup and it energizes me. And when you find that sweet spot in life where you don't mind getting up at 4 a.m. after you went to bed at midnight because you absolutely love what you're doing. You know, people, I, I get this all the time. Hey, Jerry, uh, make sure you don't burn out. I get that a lot. And I get the way people say it. I get not thankful. I'm thankful that they're there. They're watching my back. I get it. But I'm, I'm not going to burn out. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm 42 years old. I know how to get rest and take care of myself. I'm not going to burn out because I do self care, but I want to be careful that I'm not using the don't burn out as a cop out for being mediocre or not putting in the effort. And that's what I want to get at. When we get to the point where we're driven to work, we, we, our mindset is one that we have to be aware of mediocre people who will hold you back from greatness. They'll, they'll give these remarks about work smart, not hard. I'm like, no, I want to work hard and smart because that's just smart. Because why? I'm putting in work and I want to actually create a delta that's distance. So I want to create a change and I've got to be smart about that. And in the hard, that's the energy I want to put in the necessary force. And I'm driven. I've got this passion. So I'm going to work smart and hard. Why? Because I love what I'm creating. It's a beautiful thing to have the same peer alliance. And it's not just me now. It's people all over the United States. Go to the samepeeralliance.com. Just Google same peer alliance. They'll pull it up there. See what we're doing. Go, go get involved. These are people all over the United States who say, yeah, I'm with you. That fills my cup. So I stay up at two, three o'clock in the morning doing things for the Alliance so that we can impact other people's lives. It fills my cup. I'm not going to burn out. I'm going to, I'm on fire. It's a consuming fire that keeps me going. It's a part of the DNA that God put inside of me to love people and to love people well. And so I go for it. When it fills your cup, it energizes you. It doesn't burn you out. Burnout is when you don't have the energy to put in the work anymore. I just don't want to. That's burnout. I'm tired. I can't. I don't have any more in me to put into this task, this job, this effort. That's burnout. But when it's filling your cup, it doesn't burn you out. It, it, it motivates you. It excites you. You want more of it. And yeah, you need a break. Yes, you need to turn it off. Yes, there's self-care. I get it. But guys, successful people find this groove in life and they don't let go. They stay in the groove. They stay in that flow. 
There's a proverb that says, lazy hands makes for poverty, but diligent hands brings wealth. It's Proverbs chapter four, chapter 10 and verse four. And so I want to encourage you today to get into the ebb and flow in your life where it's still in your cup and pay attention to your energy levels and to take the, do the self care because you're going to need it as you start creating success in your life, as you start breaking free of where you are and going to that next level in life. And so these are some traits that I've found to be true in my life. Put them to work in yours. Go for it. You can do it. I believe in you. Stay here in the community, the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Join us on Facebook and on social media, Life and Money Coach Podcast. Join the community. Encourage one another. Be there for one another. We need each other in this journey. And until next time, we're here to inspire you to financial independence into a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you.